Today on the Thanksgiving edition of the Diz List, we discuss the top five things we're thankful for at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 21. We're old enough to drink. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. <laughs> where we discuss the top five things we're thankful for at Walt Disney World. But before we get to the list, if you haven't checked us out on social media, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at DizListPod. If you're enjoying the show, follow us and leave a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find more about how to support us by visiting our podcast homepage anchor.fm slash the diz list that's anchor.fm slash the hyphen diz hyphen list what on earth is that rob i have an urgent news message for you what's going on what is that music sounds like Sounds have, like the news. We have breaking news. We do? Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it? Breaking news. On a Sunday evening. Breaking uh, news. Um, Bob what? Bob Iger is coming back as CEO. Wait a minute. Yeah. The Bob Iger. Yep. Chate back out. So do what happened? Like I'm so confused right now. This is breaking news. I'm this is the first I'm hearing of this. Yeah. So apparently yesterday. When we recorded. <laughs> so the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> yeah. we, we traveled to the future. Yeah, we traveled to the future. Yeah. Welcome to the future, folks. Yeah. Basically, what happened was we record on Sunday mornings, and we recorded a wonderful episode for you all, and you're all going to get to hear it. Um, and it's about things we're thankful for. And we- uh, one, of, <laughs> one of our dreams came true. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, we wished this into existence. <laughs> so you're welcome. Um <laughs> Rob, when you texted me last night. What, about 10, 15 maybe? Yeah. I was watching, I don't know, what was I watching? I think the Chiefs game was, no, I don't know. I think so. Either way, yeah. I had just signed out of our social media stuff for the night. I had just finished interacting with a few of our, our social media friends. And I get a text from you. What? Chapek out? Iger in? This yeah. can't be real. And I looked it up and I was like, Okay, CNBC is doing this. This isn't our, these aren't trolls. Yeah, I I don't even know what to say. What? So we decided to do this for a couple of reasons. One is obviously it's <clears throat> it's kind of a big deal, and based on some things that we put on our list, no, well, minor spoilers ahead that our our list is about things that we're thankful for, and we go into. Uh, a little bit of detail about one particular person we're thankful for in that. And I listed Bob Iger and yeah. what a great job he did as CEO. And uh, we didn't get into too much hate because it's a Thanksgiving episode, but we mentioned the current or excuse me, former CEO yeah. as of yesterday was a gentleman named Bob Chapek, who we find out is out and, one of my favorites, Bob Iger, is back. Now, I read it's a two-year contract. Right. So they have time to find a suitable replacement. Yeah. So that's interesting. We talk about Vegas odds in this episode. Oh, my goodness. You want me to put Vegas odds on Josh tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, well, I, that's actually a good bet. That would be my bet. Yeah. And he is head of Parks and what's what's the other German? He's, and... he's literally what Bob Chapek was before sure. Iger. Um, I kind of like that guy. Well, here's the thing. Sure. Everything that went wrong with parks and experiences while Iger was CEO and Chapek was in charge of parks and experiences was blamed on Chapek. Everything that went wrong with parks while Chapek was CEO and tomorrow was at uh, a park. I see where you're going with this. Was blamed on Chapek. Oh boy. It's Josh tomorrow is um, a media darling, very yeah. similar to Bob Iger. That's why I say it's going to be Josh tomorrow and. I will talk to you in the future. Interesting. 2024. Here we come. All right. So um, thanks for listening to this. Thank uh, you. And um, we're going to bring you now back to our reg regularly scheduled podcast. And uh, return you back 
to the future. We're back from the future. Whatever. I don't know. I'm we're, not. We're I'm going, not good with the time travel timelines. We're going back into time. All right. So don't think that this list is weird, but we are kind of like predicting the future in this in this particular list. So. Well, it's our Thanksgiving episode, so uh, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, if you're listening on Wednesday. Right. And uh, one thing I I would like to say right away that means a lot to both Nick and I, I know I can speak for both of us here, is we we are very thankful for uh, our loyal listeners and the people that have listened thus far, and especially thankful for how much they've shared the podcast, and we've gotten so many new listeners, and also, since we're being thankful... Thank you to those new listeners, and I hope you in, enjoy our little show here and our content. Anything you want to add to that one, Nick? Yeah, I'm I'm extremely thankful for all the interactions we get on social media. Uh, the messages from you guys are, are wonderful. The, the answers to our questions or polls obviously um, help to bring us some, some interesting content. Uh, but thank you so much. Thank you especially to those of you who've been... Uh, been with us from the beginning and shared this with people and now you know they are now enjoying it so continue to do that you know we we um really really appreciate it it's been a pretty crazy weekend here in western new york for multiple reasons uh number one uh, and this obviously this is going to definitely date this episode but uh, in western new york there has been a massive amount of snow i mean if if you've looked at the exact measurements today i read that the total amount of snow in buffalo there are only five players on the Buffalo Bills hmm. that are taller yeah. than the amount of snow that we've gotten. Yeah. So there's more snow than six foot five Josh Allen at yeah. this point. Seventy-seven inches of snow they got in Orchard Park. The uh, the Bills Mafia <clears throat> fans went to some of the homes of the players, went door to door, door to door, shoveled them out, got them to uh, Detroit. So for the uh, non-football fans. The uh, Buffalo Bills can't play their home game, so the Detroit Lions were nice enough to open their stadium and let them play in Detroit. So, yeah, we've had a lot of snow. Uh, Nick, you just said on the way here it was a little disastrous driving over to the studio here. Yeah, there's a few people off the side of the road. And it's weird because, like, you know, Lake Effect being what Lake Effect is, it's all blue skies above me. And then to the south, it's black because you can see, like, the the Lake Effect coming into the you know southern part of of the county here. Sheesh. That's yeah, wild. And is. then uh, today uh, will be the last day of this, but uh, I've been watching The Little Mermaid, or The Little Mermaid the musical yeah. all weekend. My my son had a role in The Little Mermaid, and a few of our listeners are also in that in that show. So my, my son got to play Grimsby. They did a great job. And I'm, I hope our listeners who are Disney fans know who Grimsby is. Grimsby is the servant the handler the uh caretaker since prince eric the king the father had had died so um yeah so my son did a great job i'm super proud of him and um so it was it was pretty fun you got to see it last night i did it, it was, was great it was funny a lot of a lot of our students you know all i mean all of them are our students but being able to see see students in a different atmosphere is kind of cool and uh it was uh it was a great show they did a great job Anyway, so um, congrats to uh, my son, the cast, the crew, and it's uh, pretty awesome. So um, yeah. shout out to them. Um, let's see. We got a long episode today. Today we're going to focus on things that we are thankful for. Mm-hmm. And um, should we take a quick break? Sure. Uh, we'll be right back after the Skittles halftime show with uh, TLC. T- Wait a minute. Yeah. TLC. Wait, wasn't last week yeah. rides that needed TLC? Yeah. It's they heard the episode and decided they would come. Well, I don't know if anyone has looked on our social media recently, but we finally have broken through to the fan art category. Yeah. So a good <laughs> friend of the show, my college roommate, Todd Stahl, he uh, submitted some fan art that should we tell people or should we just have I mean, them go and, and check it out on social media? I, th- I think they should go check it out. All right. Pause the show. Don't forget to come back, folks. <laughs> And then uh, you can listen to TLC perform the halftime show, and we'll be right back.
Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Welcome back. Did you chase any waterfalls over the break? Um, I, I don't know. I'd mainly stick to the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to. Yeah. You know, or lagoons. Yeah. Seven seas. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. All right. Yeah. Awesome. So today we really wanted to, and we've already discussed a little bit about our list. We haven't revealed our list, but we both took apparently completely different routes to what we, what we're thankful for, but it's going to be kind of make it that much more fun. Well, I just checked, and the Las Vegas odds are saying that our lists will not overlap at all. Sometimes wow. when, when I look at the Vegas odds, it says, what are the chances Rob and Nick will overlap? Yeah. And the chances are pretty high. Yeah. So it's uh, like a plus 10,000 right now. See, you're good with that. Yeah. You're, <laughs> that's the, you open up FanDuel. Are we in FanDuel yet? No. Not we're, yet? We're on Caesars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's the one that uh, Kevin Garnett is part of? That's MGM, I think. Yeah, I'm yeah, not really I, sure. Yeah, I think he's MGM. All right, should I just kick this off? Yeah. All right, yeah, so let's do it. <laughs> we're going to take very different approaches on this, and hopefully everyone is filled with turkey and maybe a uh, a, a spicy drink or two. Yeah. And you'll you'll enjoy our lists here a little a uh, little, little bit of fun here on Thanksgiving. Number five. Uh, number five is. Um, it's dedicated to a specific person. And this specific person, I think, is one of my favorite people in the entire Walt Disney Company. And I know what you're thinking. This is not this is not a sarcastic, and I'm not going to go right to Bob Chapek. No. No, no, no. This person, I actually uh, had a chance to read their book within the last couple of years, and he's very similarly related to Bob Chapek as far as their their positions, and that is the great Bob Iger. I yeah. love Bob Iger. The book is fantastic. <clears throat> Bob Iger is for I don't know, I don't even know the exact time, uh, but even from listening to that book, he has been CEO of the Walt Disney Company for a pretty large chunk of time, uh, and his leadership brought and vision brought some pretty amazing things to the Walt Disney Company during his tenure, two of which was that he had the vision to purchase Marvel and Lucasfilm, which are two of my favorites. Now, now there's a whole group of people who are going to be listening, or maybe they aren't listeners, but certainly on Diz Twitter, sure, uh, there's a whole group of people who will say that the reason people hate Bob Chapek is because of Bob Iger's purchases that put Disney in the hole. Really? Yeah. There's a, it's a whole, I mean, I don't try to get, I don't get involved with that yeah, I ridiculous drama, but I'm just saying, yeah, it's very interesting. I'm with you though. I think it was a smart purchase. Well, and then I have to bring it back <clears throat> to the parks here. It's not just how great he is and how great he is for the Disney company, but the fact that he made those moves made it possible to bring IP intellectual properties like Star Wars, like Marvel on the West Coast and Guardians of the Galaxy on the East Coast, bring those experiences to the parks. And those are some of our favorite experiences at the parks. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very thankful for Bob Iger, his leadership, and just the way that he had a vision for the Walt Disney Company. I miss him dearly and uh, highly recommend his book if uh, you get a chance to check it out at any point. It's yeah. definitely fantastic. Does he does he mention in his book anything about how far superior Ithaca College is to Cortland? Because uh, <laughs> he's a bomber. He, he, he does. I don't think he mentions Cortland, but he does mention Ithaca quite a bit, and he definitely loved his time there, and it meant a lot to him. He it's definitely a cool part of the book. Go Bombers. For sure. Beat Cortland. Do <laughs> you have any listeners that are going to be throwing their devices or, I, or punching? Not that them? I know of, but if there are any Cortland listeners, um, I'm sorry you went to that school. <laughs> Six years for a four-year degree. All right. Anyway. <laughs> so that, that was my number five. Good old Bob Iger. What's, yeah, your, Bob what's I, your number Bob five? Bob Iger. That's a good pick. Uh, my number five is not so um, Bob Iger did not make my list. <laughs> Well, so we're, totally, we're right on track yeah, here. Totally different list. My number five is air conditioning. Oh. I'm thankful. I am too. What am I thankful for at Disney World? I'm thankful for air conditioning. Not on my list, but should be. Um, And I know it's kind of like a, a, a joke type thing. but Not in at re, all. In not, reality. Not, not at all. In reality, I am thankful when I'm there for air conditioning. Um, And I will say... 
that yes, they've turned down or turned up. I don't know how you would say that. They've turned down the level. How about altered? Altered the temperature. They've altered the temperature so that it's not as cold as it used to be. And I will be honest with you, there have been times where we have to pack a like light long sleeve shirt for my wife and my daughter because they get freezing cold in some of those restaurants, which is fine because it is hot as the surface of the sun when we go in the summer. So I'm extremely thankful for air conditioning. I actually was already having this on my list. And as I've mentioned before, I often ask my son, what's, what would you be thankful for? And he said, air conditioning. I was like, wow, cool. You're on the same page as I am. When my kids were young, anytime we would go from, you know, 102 to walk into, let's say, uh, PhilharMagic where it's air conditioned, it's it's almost comical that I can predict that they'll turn and go, I'm cold. And, you know, it's, but we should be thankful for that. Yeah. (laughs) You know? They don't I, do that as much anymore. They're better with the uh, temperature. But when you have younger kids and you're going from mega hot to mega cold, you're going to hear, I'm cold. Yeah. And you you probably experience it the same way that my son does. So I wear contacts. You and my son both wear glasses. Yeah. I don't like contacts. And when you go in and out of the cold, hot, cold, hot, when it's that humid, it can be a little bit annoying yeah. for a little while. But I still think that it's something I'm very thankful for. And, and I think even people that have to deal with the foggy glasses are thankful for it. I'm thankful for it even when I'm walking by, like, you know how you walk down Main Street and if the doors are propped, you can feel that yeah. air rush by sometimes? That's, that's, I, I know that I complain about the heat in Disney World, and I do now more as a joke than anything, but in reality, that air conditioning is really kind of a lifesaver for some people. Like, they, they really... Heat sickness is a real thing at Walt Disney World. Yeah, we experienced it last <laughs> summer. Yeah, when I we mean, were when we were getting on. Uh, shoot, why am I, what was what was the ride that we were waiting for? Oh, Slinky Dog. Yeah, yeah. They had to bring in the stretcher and everything for that yeah. poor lady, and yeah. they stopped the ride for twenty minutes. It was at nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, and was she was insane. Yeah, and they, I mean it was a it was a true emergency. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm thankful for air conditioning. That's a great call. Great, <laughs> great call. How about you? How, what, number four for you. Number four is one I know you're going to agree with me on for sure. And I've, I've mentioned a couple stories on the podcast before about um, how important this is specifically to the Walt Disney Parks. And I know we at least have one or two listeners that are part of this group. And this group is the cast members. I am so thankful for the cast members for so many reasons, one of which is they are mega helpful all the time. They're always positive. They're always directing you where to go. Uh, they are <laughs> they are absorbing anger a lot of times, oh which my God. I've experienced firsthand, or well, witnessed, not experienced, witnessed yeah. some people really laying into this poor girl who is a cast member and just ripping her apart for where they had to keep their stroller. And I went up to the poor girl afterward, and I just said, I want to do the cast compliment thing. How do, you know, and she yeah. she showed me how to do it, and she was very thankful. And I just went in and said how great this particular cast member was that she was, uh, you know, sort of metaphorically getting her head torn off and, and dealt with it. So cast members, you know, a lot of times they're kind of the unsung heroes. I mean, they're, a lot of times they're college kids. They're part of the college program, and this is... Some, a dream they've had their entire life to be able to work for the Walt Disney Company. And they come to work every day super happy. And I'll tell you, if I end up down in Florida after retirement, I would not mind being a cast member part-time. Cool. Yeah, I would not mind doing that. I guess it depends, though. I don't yeah, want to I mean, do, be the bald guy on parking lot duty. I think since you're, you have that background in art, you would make one of those... You would be great working in custodial. The street st- sweeper. And, and uh, yeah, I would do that. Draws the... I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I think you'd do a great job with it. As long as they'd let me wear a hat. <clears throat> I'm, I know this is not a visual medium, but I do not have any hair on top of my head. And I burn fast. So as long as they yeah. let me wear something on my noggin, I'll be good to go. Yeah. Fair-skinned and, and bald is not a good yeah. mix. Yeah, yeah. My Irish blood. Mm -hmm. Uh, So number four, thank you to the cast members. If there's any listening, yes, you made the list. Congratulations. You guys are awesome. Mm -hmm. So that's my number four. Nick, what's your number four? Um, My number four is 
more of a thought than it is an actual thing. Oh, I don't know where you're going with this. My number four is the fact that there is variety. Oh, okay. So thankful like, for variety. I'm That's thankful cool. for the fact that no matter what mood I'm in on a given day, there's something there is something that you're for into. me. That's cool. Um, All right. And and not just me, but anybody. Yeah. I think now I understand that it can be cost prohibitive, right? It's not a cheap place to visit. Right. But I do think anybody who can afford a trip to Disney owes it to themselves to do it, even if you think you won't like it. I have told the story before on this podcast. I will tell it again right now. In 2018, my wife and I decided we were going to go to Disney in 2019. <laughs> we started planning, and in the mornings, standing, having coffee, <laughs> greeting, greeting students as they enter the building, <laughs> Rob and I would talk every morning. There aren't too many stories where you admit you're wrong. So yeah. I love this story, by the way. <laughs> That's This is the only one where I've ever been wrong. Um, so when I told Rob we were going and we we're doing it big, you know, we're going for 10 days and this is what we're doing. We're doing this and this and this and we're doing all these things because we're only going once. So we really want to make it, you know, a big worthwhile trip. We're only doing it once. And Rob said, no, you're not. I think I laughed for a while first he and did. then said he that. Did. He, no, you're not. I said, <laughs> yeah, we're doing it once. Like, I want to travel other places. No, you'll be back. Um, 18 months later, <laughs> I, owned DV, I owned DVC, <laughs> and then now, now I'm on a Disney podcast that I host. And so it's, you, it's what I'm saying. The reason I tell that story is because I didn't think that I would enjoy it as much as I do. And a big part of why I enjoy it is that there is something for everyone and there's something for everybody in whatever mood they're in. Yeah. If you want to be an introvert for the day because the people are, you know, driving you bonkers, cool. You can do that. And you can do it in the parks, by the way. There's, there are places in the parks to be an introvert. Yeah. We could we could do top, top five places to relax, chill, yeah. and get away from the yeah. crowds a little bit. So uh, for me... It's variety, and that that includes so much. It, the, the rides, yeah, thrill, the parks are rides. different, right? Right. Like, right. Every park has its own attitude to it. Every ride, every section of the park has its own attitude to yep. it. The, the The resorts are all different and themed differently, and you really feel it when you go to the Polynesian. It just feels like you're in that. Um, you know, Polynesian culture, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the cast members are, are walking by saying aloha. Um, it's very relaxed. Um, so for me, the variety available at Walt Disney World is my... You know, and a good contrast to that one, four. too, is... Well, there's a couple. One of them, you look at the boardwalk. <clears throat> so the boardwalk is always kind of a party because you're on the boardwalk. Yeah. Everybody's shopping. There's people everywhere. If that's your thing... If you want to have a good time and party, that's that's a good spot for you. Across the lake from there, where you've stayed, and I'll have you comment on this, yeah. it's more of a family-style party at the beach club. Yeah, that's fair to say. So even kind of a different vibe. I would say I, I, I like this answer because now that I'm looking into it a little bit deeper, there really is, you know, all these different flavors of resorts. There, yeah. So even when you think about the fact that the beach club and yacht club are pretty much the this one it's pretty much one resort right they're brother sister resort they have such different moods that they themselves provide variety yeah and when you walk over to the boardwalk you don't feel like you're on a boardwalk in Florida. You really don't. I mean, it's it like rem- you're in New Jersey. It reminds and, yeah. me of the Jersey Shore. It yep. reminds me a little bit of the because it's warmer. It kind of reminds me more of like uh, the the boardwalk in Myrtle Beach. Oh but, yeah, definitely. But it it's yeah. <laughs> I I'm I love the variety there. It's why I bought into DVC because I know that I can continue going there, still feel comfortable, but still experience something new every time because there uh, is so much variety. Right. So that's my number four. That's good. That's good too. Uh, my my number three thing that I am thankful for again is I'm pulling back a little bit and I'm going further back and looking at all of Walt Disney World and say okay, 
I'm thankful for this that we get to have everything that we do in Walt Disney World. And my number three, and Jesus, this, a lot of these could be number one on my list or anybody's list. And my number three is thankful for the Imagineers. Mm, I am thankful yeah. for the brilliant minds that went into creating all of these incredible rides. I made a list, uh, and this is not in any particular order, and I'm, I'm sure I'm leaving people out, but just some really important people who were part of the creation of Walt Disney World. We got John Hench, X Estencio, uh, Claude Coates, Joe Rohde, Mary Blair, Tony Baxter, Mark Davis, Marty Sklar, Harper Goff. If you don't know any of those names, look them up. They're fantastic. They've done so much to create this incredible, amazing atmosphere that is the Walt Disney World. So I, I know you kind of agree with me on that. You have, you yeah. Have I mean, that's add? I didn't think of putting Imagineers down. I knew we would. Um, have, I knew our list would be different for this reason. But, but I will tell you that, you know, you have to think. I mean, Joe Rohde. Yeah. Oh my God. That whole park is his. Yeah. That for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I well until they put Zootopia in, but whatever. Right. Um, Animal Kingdom is <clears throat> nearly well. It's mainly his yeah. pro- project from it's like the his beginning. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and these Imagineers didn't just do the parks, you know, they, those resorts that we just talked about being, having the different variety, yep. the, you can feel the personality, you can feel the love that was put into those, you know, if, if you know who Mary Blair is, you will recognize Mary Blair's art mm-hmm. forever. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things that's, uh, you know, there's, there are very few artists who have that very unique style that everybody knows is definitely them, right? It, yeah. It's it's definitely Mary Blair. Um, and I feel like Disney has a lot of those, right? That Mary Mary Blair for me is probably the one that's the most recognizable, but but Joe Rohde's work is, is probably the most influential in my mind, but my, yeah, those are great. Well, and the, the cool thing too about Mary Blair from the art perspective is that Mary Blair's style is so completely different than the animation you see in the films. Yeah. So when you think of Walt Disney, you a lot of times you think of the animation and the characters. The way that Mary Blair creates her characters are almost oversimplified, almost like um I think the best way to describe it if if you don't know is it's almost kind of like a Fisher Price character almost. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Mary Blair, uh her two probably best known uh, works within uh, Walt Disney World and she's in Land is uh, Small World is sort of her um, her baby, and the other one is this enormous mural that is in the Contemporary Resort, and those two things that you may have seen, you may not, but that is that's Mary Blair's artwork, but I, that's what I think is so great about it is that that style is so different, but also the most important part about it is that it is timeless. That at first I feel like people would would say, well, it's kind of within this this style of you know kind of the late sixties mid seventies style, but it has stood the test wow. of time, you know, like like a, a, a traditional American tattoo. They it's a specific style and it just keeps going and going and going. And that's that's Mary Blair and and not only just Mary Blair, but uh, you look at this list of people that I've mentioned and their style and and creation has just. Ben, I mean, like Haunted Mansion, you know, obviously everyone knows that's my favorite, but you look at the Haunted Mansion and it never just seems dated to me. I mean, I love it so much. Obviously, I'm, you wearing, like that, right? I'm wearing rose colored glasses. <clears throat> I know that. You like it? Maybe I'm wearing purple colored glasses. Any, <laughs> anywho, I just think that these Imagineers just hit a bullseye every single time. Look, nearly, man, nearly. I, there's no way that I could possibly argue with putting Imagineers on this list. They're not on mine only because we took a little bit of a different path here. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we're going to agree with both of ours yeah, all that, the way through. That was um, a great pick. I really and truly think that um, the Imagineers, especially because they don't get the same kind of credit, right? Yeah. You know, they, they're they working at um, WDI, right? Walt Disney Imagineering, right? Mm-hmm. WDI. Um, working for them must be a dream job for a lot of them. Or... It, Today's Imagineers is probably a dream job, but imagine when you, like those original Imagineers who had no idea what they were getting themselves into. 
<laughs> and here, just do this. And they've come up with some of the most classic, timeless, like, um, emotion-provoking uh, rides yeah. and attractions. Um, you know, they are up there um, with the people who write and animate the feature films. Yeah, definitely. You know, they're up there with the Sherman Brothers. Right. Yeah. Oh, see, that's a good one too. I mean, they you know, still count as Imagineers because they're creating some of the most iconic songs. Yeah. For these rides, so you go through Small World. You, um, I don't think he wrote. They wrote Grim, Small World. They did, but I don't think they wrote Grim Grinning Ghosts. Maybe. Um, I know the lyrics were done by somebody else too. But anyway, the point is, is that they've written so many famous songs. Didn't they do the Mary Poppins songs too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean that. When you think about Disney, and and you you can't separate Disney from those people, right? You can't separate Disney World or Disneyland from those people you mentioned. Yeah, from the Sherman Brothers, you just can't do it. Yeah, that's so a, I think that's I a think good, it's a great that's a good addendum to my list. You know, there. It, it's a great um, that's a great pick, Rob. It really is. I like yeah, it. So my um, my number two, which we'll get to in a second, is also closely related <clears throat> to what we just said. Okay, but let's get to yours. Um, yeah, my number I, three. Again, I'm looking for a different flavor, and then we can kind of come back to mine. What do you have? A different flavor? Yeah. You don't say. Yeah. My number three is food. Whoa, perfect timing. <laughs> wow. Um, number, my number three is food. Um, I'm thankful for for the variety of food, right? We just talked about variety, but I'm thankful for the fact that they prioritize good food. Um, and... Not only good food, but safe food, right? Rob and his family have uh, dietary restrictions. Our Vegas odds are over. We, it's we were overlapping <laughs> at some point. We'll see. Yeah, but continue. I, I can jump I'll, in, or we can continue. Spoiler alert: Our Vegas odds were over a while ago. <laughs> okay, but I just didn't okay. want. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> um, so I cashed in. Um, honestly, like the fact that the food there is almost a priority, right? And it's, it's, I think, second only to your park and resort experience yeah. is they, they really put an emphasis on having really solid food choices. Now, I will say, I'm not thankful for the quick service choices in um, Magic Kingdom. I think they are severely lacking both quick service and table service. The only table service in my mind worth eating at in Magic Kingdom uh, is is uh, over at Jungle Skipper's Canteen, but you oh, know, love that place. But the, I will say that they put a priority on good quality service and bringing in the world's best chefs. Um, when you look over at Disney Springs, they've got Morimoto Asia, they've got Chef Art Smith. You know, they've World uh, Showcase. Yeah, I mean, they've we, got Wolfgang Puck, but. Yeah, I mean, World Showcase has some of the most amazing food from all over the world. Um, so I'm really thankful for that. One piece I'm not thankful for, and I was going to mention this in my dishonorable mention, but I'll, I'll bring it up now since it is Thanksgiving, is the turkey leg. <laughs> I, the turkey leg's got to go. I don't get it. It's like eating, walking around with a hammy leg, it's, right? It's like it's ham. It's funny. You and I, as much as we like... You know, to eat meat and grill and yeah. like that's some, I mean, Nick's really good at it. I enjoy cooking, but in, in a different way, he's, he's the grill master. He loves smoking meats and, and I, I also like to cook quite a bit and, you know, meat. I, I apologize to anyone that's listening that is a uh, vegetarian. I respect your beliefs, but we love this. But the funny thing is as much as we love to eat a good hamburger, steak, whatever, when we neither of us, I don't think you've ever had it. I don't think I want it. I, I don't think I've ever even had it. Maybe when I was real little, my dad got one, but I don't remember ever going. I need that. Yeah, I have had a smoked turkey leg before. We're not at Disney Renaissance Festival. It's something like I can't remember where. Yeah. Probably a fair of some sort. Yeah, sure. But dear God, people walk around with these like three pound hunks of like. <laughs> hammy turkey leg so that's something i'm not thankful for but i am thankful for all the other food they you know even things where they could phone it in we did a dessert party our first year because like i said we were going to do everything big we did a a dessert party at magic kingdom 
for the fireworks. And I will tell you that even those desserts where they could have phoned it in because you captive audience, you already paid your money. They were solid desserts. They were really good. Yeah, they had the, they want you to come back and do it again. Yeah. I mean they had the They're zebra smart. domes and they had the it was great. It was phenomenal. So I food for me, number three. But you know, I'm that's kind of the tourist I am. That's the traveler I am. I, I food is a big part of our vacation. So no? go on. So my number two, kind of piggybacking on the uh, the whole thing with the Imagineers, is um, in the mid-60s, uh, Walt Disney decided he was going to start purchasing mass amounts of land in Orlando. I'm going to assume most people listening know this story, so I won't get into it too much. And unfortunately, in 1966, Walt Disney passed away. And... Everyone was a little confused and didn't really know what to do. We've purchased all this land. We have plans to go ahead with this gigantic thing. I don't even know if they had a name for it at that point in Orlando, Florida, which was Walt Disney World. So the number two person that I am thankful for is Walt's brother, Roy, because Roy took the reins and made his brother's vision a reality. And when you enter the Magic Kingdom, and you come right in there before Main Street, in the middle of the square, there is Roy Disney sitting on a bench. And too many people walk right back, right past Roy and keep going. But Roy is the unsung hero of that park. That park exists, not only Walt, don't get me wrong, Walt is a, he's the person that came up with the concept. Yeah, it was his vision. It's but his same, vision. Yeah, without Roy. The, Roy the, took over and said, we are making this park. Mm-hmm. So what am I thankful for? I am thankful for Roy and Roy taking the reins from his brother, making it happen, bringing in uh, the, the army captains that the, the two uh, boats are named after now and making it a reality and having this park really become what it's blossomed into and grown and grown and grown. And then his son took over for a while too. But anyway, my number two goes to Roy O. Disney. That's a great pick. And I, you know, I think that, that too often, you know, it's called Walt Disney world. Right. Um, but you know, without Roy, we don't even have an Orlando park and, um, the, the amount of things that, that were done in, um, in Orlando would not, would not exist. Right. I mean, when people think Disney parks, I know that they think Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. But if you think about Disney parks in general, most people worldwide think about Disney World, I believe. Right. Um, that doesn't, that's not me saying like Disneyland, the original, is, is inferior in any no, way. No, I'm oh. just saying that I think when you say to someone, I'm going to Disney. And then in stop the, right there. In the world, not in the United States, because, you know, that's an East Coast, West Coast thing, right? Yeah, correct. In the world, I'm going on a Disney trip. I think they think of Florida. Yeah. The four parks, right? And it, It's the size of Manhattan. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that the other thing is that we have to be thankful for there is the fact that Roy honored his brother and really didn't deviate from his vision too much. Not too much. You know, um, the building of Epcot. Right, which is definitely different than originally what... Walt wanted, well, yeah, obviously. But, I mean, but, they're not going to build an actual literal but city. But again, they took Walt's vision and they made it into something. You know, yeah. do is Walt, if Walt were alive, and would it be what it is today? No, because the other Imagineers got involved and, and made it into what it is today, which most people love. But that original concept and the acronym Epcot, not many people even know that it's the... Come on, Rob. Oh, Experimental, Experimental community. Prototype. Prototype community of tomorrow. Yeah. Yeesh. Should we go back and edit that? No, I think we'll leave it in. I figured. Yeah. It shows some yeah, flaws. He's, he's not going to let me. I knew it. <laughs> he only lets me pause and edit if I cough. <laughs> um, Which my cough is gone, by the yeah. way. I'm feeling much better. Yeah. So Roy Disney is a great pick. And I know that when we were talking about food, you said the Vegas odds had ended. 
<laughs> yeah, um, I'm curious. But the Vegas odds ended earlier. Cast member? Cast members. Oh, good. Yeah, good. number two for You've me. You've had some great yeah. experiences with cast members. Number two for me are cast members. Um, we, we have had some great experiences with cast members, both, you know, in a, in a food experience way um, and in, like, uh guest services type of way. Yeah, you've had some great stories with your kids. Yeah. You, you have a good one you want to share with, I, I know of a couple that you've told me. So probably, specific? probably the one that stands out for me was like when, when my daughter lost her magic band. Oh, right. And at, you were at beach at club. Beach club yeah. yeah. And you know, it, she's a little kid. She's devastated. She thinks that she's ruined everything. And oh my gosh, the world is, the world's ending. Everything's, you know, caving in on her. And, the cast member was just so, just really accommodating, right? They they took her and my well my my wife and her went to the went and found a cast member, and he, you know, walked with my daughter all over the place and to try to calm her down. Brought her into the gift shop to find a magic band to replace it with, and gave her all these stickers and you know took all of her information down and was just like so kind to this little kid who was devastated. The, the vacation's over, right? We're two days in, the vacation's over. And made it so that it turned into a positive experience where, hey, you remember that time that I lost my magic band and that guy did this and this and this? Um, just absolutely amazing. And I'm, you know, I'm always one to make sure that I, we, we thank the cast members, the cast member compliment, um, one that we experienced, which is just a random what our wives were being ridiculously silly. <laughs> I don't know where this happens often. I'm not sure what direction you're going here. at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> we're leaving for the day. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> and we're getting pictures done. Yeah. And then they jokingly say, "Oh, you guys want to get a picture with the Dizlist dads?" And the the photographer. Shout out to Haley, by the way. Right. But the photographer um, <laughs> says, I think you guys follow me on Instagram and I follow you. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> We've been doing the podcast. like We had just started. Literally the first episode had dropped two days earlier. Yeah. And we had started the, the Instagram page like uh, three weeks earlier. Yeah. And she was so kind and just like, oh my gosh, oh, yeah, I follow you guys on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And like took pictures for us and- uh, I mean, that's her job, right? She's taking that. She was a photo pass person, but still like but super nice, super nice. And like, yeah, just the fact that she heard our wives making fun of us. Cause at that time it was still a joke to them. Yeah. Um, and then we're still going. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and now we're old enough to drink. Yeah. Um, you know, that interaction or, you know, I can go on and on like the, the, the wait staff at, at restaurants that we eat at, you know, uh, Topolino's Terrace. That was like the best interaction I've ever had with any waiter ever. Like he was super knowledgeable. And, we, you know, we've got younger kids in a very fancy restaurant. And he was like super accommodating to them. Not that our kids were, weren't were acting like they should. They were acting exactly how they should in that kind of a, a situation. But he was very like, like, um, like squatted down to take the order from my daughter who was, you know, giving her own order and asked my son like oh well how would you like your steak cooked you know <laughs> and he was like kind of shocked because he's like medium rare like that's how you eat a steak like why would you ask me that well um not too many yeah uh, I know. people's kids know that yeah. your son is uh i would call him a foodie actually yeah he's he's pretty ridiculous very but, very knowledgeable so uh, for me i am 100 percent with your pick as being thankful for cast members i and i do want to say i feel like this whole episode we've read them like Five, four, three, two, one. I don't really think that I can rank them, so yeah. to speak. The, the, I'm thankful for. I completely so, agree. So, like, yeah, yeah. You read cast members four, I think yeah. it was, but yeah. like, I'm. I these think, are I just mean, these are just in general. There are five things we yeah. we care a lot about. Now, uh, we don't have to get to my number one right now, but for example, when I do, it's something that was important, and you'll see why moving forward. But. I think if you look at all of these, you look at, you know, Roy Disney, he's important, but he's just as important as the Imagineers that made these rides. So it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's a top five, but it's also a five. Yeah, it's like, these are the five things that we like or yeah. that we're thankful for. I'm, right. I'm so like, at first I was kind of skeptical about doing this episode 
I mean, you know, I was like, ah, are people going to care? And you know, I don't even care if people care because yeah, I'm, this is a lot of, this is a, a, you know, it gets you in the spirit, right? Yeah. And um, it's a, it's a shout out episode. Yeah. Even to some of these people who have passed away. It's, mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah. All right. Why don't you, why don't you go ahead and give us your number one? Cause wow. we've talked about cast members a lot. So. Yeah. And, and we've, I've hinted at this a little bit, but my number one is it's a little bit of both. I mean, it's a little bit of cast member and it's a little bit of the way the park runs. And my number one is how great Walt Disney World is to people with food allergies. So when my son was, I think he was two years old, um, he would wake up in the middle of the night screaming. And my wife would take him and bring him into the living room and put on Cars. Because that was the movie he liked at the time. And Monsters, Inc., I think, was the other two. And he would just watch those movies over and over. And we didn't know what was wrong with him. So we ended up taking him to the doctor and... Long story short, they figured out, well, your son has celiac disease, which means he can't eat gluten. So at that point, um, we all kind of went, all right, well, we're going to cut gluten out of our diet. And I decided I wasn't going to by choice. And shortly after, my wife found out, surprise, she also had celiac disease. So um, eating out is difficult for us. Um, Eating while traveling is very difficult for us. Um, So it it was a few years after, can't remember exactly how old my son was, maybe kindergarten, maybe first grade. We took our first trip to Disney, did a little bit of research and found out that Walt Disney World is really good with people who have food allergies and that when you go out to eat somewhere, you let them know and that a chef comes out and we're like, the chef comes out and first place we went to. We walked up to order hamburgers, might've been cosmic rays. It was one of those quick service hamburger joints. And we said, um, yeah, uh, we just, we would like to order gluten-free food. And right away, the cast member said, no problem. I'll go get the chef for you. Or they hit a button or something. I can't remember. And shortly, I'd say within five minutes, out comes a chef. The chef walks right up, says, welcome. Uh, what's the food allergy that we can help you with today? And we're like, well, um, by what we're, I said, I think we said we're gluten-free and, uh, these two have celiac disease and the chef said, oh, no problem. We have a gluten-free bun we can give you. We have this, you can eat this, 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 and this. And that, that was over with. And I looked at my wife and she had the biggest smile on her face and she looks at me and she goes, we're coming back here. (laughs) And I went great because, you know, there was a point in my life when I was younger, where we would go every year on our, our family trip and, you know, through college and beyond when my wife and I first got together, we didn't go for quite a while. There's a big chunk where we didn't go. And that is really what helped sell it for my wife and making sure that our son was safe and that she was safe and that we weren't going to get sick while we were in the parks. And I can't remember a time where either my wife or my son had an issue with cross-contamination when we've been at the Disney park. Yeah. I mean, so as somebody who does not have to live with a food allergy, who can quite literally eat whatever they want, um, I I think it's amazing that they do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I went, our first trip was with my mother-in-law, um, and she is allergic to nuts, and she's allergic to mushrooms, which are completely different from you know a gluten allergy where you know wheats and everything or so i thought because as it turns out a lot of the alternative um breads that they use they use nut flours and stuff like that uh, right like so, almond flour <clears throat> yeah sure, sure so um they were so amazing um you know oh can you eat this is it cross-contamination an issue for you like what you know, yep. what kind of nuts? Is it all nuts? Is it just tree nuts? What are you, it was, it really is nice to see how well they treat their guests. I and mean, that's what they are. They're guests. You're not, yeah. you're not a customer. You are a guest and they want to make sure that you're safe and that you're happy. Um, I just think that it's really nice that for people who can't find stuff to eat when they go traveling. Yep. That you're, you know, when you're going to other places, you're relegated kind of to like almost like a second-class citizen and you've got to, 
you can only eat at these places. You know, you're you're probably eating at a lot of chain restaurants when you travel because you know, you know, oh I, well, this one I know I can eat this at this place. We open up the Chipotle app. Yeah, you know, jokes aside, like that's one of the places we can eat and right. we're safe there. Okay, where's the closest Chipotle? Where's the closest McDonald's? We can just have fries there. Like they don't have yeah. gluten free buns, but you're exactly right. The chain places are usually pretty consistent with right. that stuff. So, I think it's cool that you will get to exp- you've. You've been able to experience vacations where your safety was a priority, right? And it was everywhere, and they're trained. That's the other part, too. I can't tell you the amount of times we've gone out to eat at any restaurant. I don't want to throw anyone specific under the bus, but the wait staff will come up, and my my wife will say, I have celiac disease, um, uh, or my son and I do, we're gluten-free, and the server will look at us and say, what's gluten? And we, we panic. Yeah. We're like, oh, geez, here we go. Yeah. So, I or, mean, that's scary. You know, and, and the fact that a lot of, I mean, there are places locally I know that it will advertise they're gluten-free. And then, well, yeah, we've got a gluten-free pizza crust. And then cook it in the same pans. Right right on top of the yeah. flour. And yeah. it's like, well, no, that's not how this works. Yeah, um, there's one or two locally that do that. So, I mean, the fact that you have a place that cares enough to do and it, it makes sense that they would do it for insurance and safety issues but like they could easily just say yeah we don't have anything yep sorry see you later i mean and the fact that you guys were able to enjoy churros this last time Mm because we went to tiffin's and you were able to get the churros over at um uh the lounge nomad lounge i don't think i had a churro since the mid 90s yeah so that was just I, that's awesome. That's yeah. a great, that's a great number one. And it's why food's on my list. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a biggie for us. Our, um, our little family, it's, you know, it's a comfort. We yeah. can keep going back. It's never anything we have to worry about. Yeah. So that's anyway, awesome. what, yeah. what's your number one here? My number one is big picture. Okay. Good. My number one is something I'm, I think everybody who goes to Disney is thankful for. And I am thankful for the amazing memories that Disney World gives me. Sure. Um, There's a lot of pieces there, too. So, without getting uber cheesy, I would like for you to figure out a time where our families would have vacationed together if it weren't for Disney. Yeah, <laughs> it, well, you guys are would. big baseball people. We wouldn't have done a baseball game. Right, yeah. Um, that wouldn't have worked either. Um, well, maybe soccer, but I don't love soccer like, like you do. But, like, tra- like we, we spent a week together... In Disney, I don't think that would ever happen, right? And I our... got, I got one. Okay, uh, we go to Miami for a Bills game. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe. See, that's yeah. that's the closest I can think of. I mean, so the memories that my kids will have for a lifetime of going to Disney with their good friends. Yeah. The the memories I will have of being able to um, make my mother's dream of going to Disney come true. The memories of seeing my children's faces light up when they saw a character the the image that pop, when somebody says why do character meet and greets why do character dining what all that right i have a picture in my head of the reaction of my daughter when she saw snow white at storybook dining and it's and i have a picture of it like so like i can literally look at the picture if i want to and it's this like this bond that she already had with this character who's not, it's a fictional character, right? But, sure. but it's still real. Um, especially when she's coming to your table, squatting down and talking to you and signing her little autograph book and have a conversation and they don't break character and seeing that look, those are the memories that I will cherish forever. And so I think without, you know, being too cheesy about it, that really is what I'm thankful for about Disney World is that the memories that are made there are things that are, you know, the core memories, right? They're the they're the things our our children will remember forever, but they're the things that we will remember forever about our children and about traveling with our children and our friends. You know, I, I will never forget traveling with Rob and his wife and his family. Um, I will never forget... Being able to sit in the teacups looking across each other and be like, don't, don't you dare spin this. I'm going to kill you if you spin this damn thing. I may have said that, yeah. Um, you know, taking, you know, goofy pictures as a family. Yep. Um, 
and as an which extended, is maybe and something a, and as an extended Dizlis family, you right? Know? Uh, and you may not have done that before dealing with us crazy people. No, who I mean do we did we did stuff. We certainly did pictures. We didn't do the themed shirts. That was more of a yeah. That was more of a let's do some themed shirts because it's something we think is stupid, and then we ended up like being like, oh wow, this is actually kind of fun. Well, and the, now we understand why people do like the Disney bounding and stuff. There's there's eight of us. And we decided to do the seven dwarves. Each person uh, had one of the dwarves that represented them, and almost all of them really were accurate. And then we had uh, Nick's daughter was Snow White, and we each one was a different color, and we lined up like a rainbow. And that picture I'll have for the rest of my life. So uh, honestly, Photo Pass is part of this too. Well, yeah, I'm thankful the, the, for Photo Pass for photo, that reason the, too. The photos that we get are the memories and. You know, it, you shouldn't need a picture to to live in your memories, but at the same time, it certainly helps. Yeah. And and I will tell you some of the some of the memories that we have, some of the pictures we've had taken to capture moments, formative moments in our children's lives, um, and in our family uh, families' lives. It's just um, you know the memories are a big part of what makes Disney Disney and it's why it's it's the number one thing that I'm thankful for. Yeah, that's a great one. So I mean we overlapped a little bit on some of these, but there wasn't something you mentioned that I don't think is great and mm-hmm. would be perfect on my list and you said the same thing about mine. So um yeah, again, I'm so thankful that this exists. It there's so much happiness in this place and uh you know we could we could probably go on and on for all the other things that we're thankful for in this park. You, but you said you had some honorable mentions. Yeah, I do, um, and none of them are quite as uh, specific or um, tuned in as everything that I had prepared for these ones specifically. So, That's fine. Um, I had the weather, you know, most of the time. I know it's mega hot, but you know, at least we don't have to shovel your way <laughs> through the snow, uh, which is what we're dealing with here right now in Western New York, but generally the weather's pretty good. I know there's hurricanes. I know that uh, a lot of times during a good chunk of the year in Orlando, it rains every day, downpours every day at four o'clock, but uh, generally the weather is a dream. And that's why I'm pretty sure that Walt and Roy said, it's always good weather. People are going to want to go and vacation down in this area. So um, even if it's bad weather, it's predictable. It is. I mean, we remember our our first day we went to Magic Kingdom. I mean, it was pouring rain. And uh, honestly, we have some really funny memories, you know, being in that little alcove and watching it rain and being soaked on Space Mountain. Like we, you know, I I have some great memories from us walking Mm -hmm. around in the rain. And that that made it that much more unique. So um, another one I had, too. Uh, I'm thankful for uh, the Disney bloggers and vloggers and social media people because those people keep me in Walt Disney World year round. Yeah. So there's too many to name. Um, you know, we'll use, for example, our buddies at Ear Scouts. I love to just, every time they have new content, turn it on. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I'm at the park with, with Rob and Eric walking around and it keeps me in that Disney mindset. And just the sights and the sounds, so I'm very thankful for that. Um, so I guess that also to, to YouTube for existing to having content like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do I have? Um, hotels we talked about a little bit. That was on my list too. Um, and I'm thankful for the uh, the free transportation, which that stuff's just kind yeah, of minor. Transportation, but, yeah. Um, uh, what do you have for yours? So I actually, instead of doing my honorable mentions, because we've done a lot of the stuff that we're thankful for, I yeah. posted something on Instagram and asked people to tell us what they're thankful for. Oh, really? And I'd like to I'd like to give three of them in particular. Cool. They're kind of cool. Let's do it. Um, so over on Instagram, uh, Desi Princess Palomi uh, said that she was thankful for first aid and how well Disney treats people that don't feel well. Oh, great. And I... You know, I think, knock on wood, had never had to experience that, but I'm glad to know that people who don't feel well or people who need it can, can count on that. So I didn't, you know, press for more, um, but I think it's a, you know, so I don't know what her experience is with it, but that's awesome that, that they're, and I think, you know, just what we saw in the queue for 
Um, Slinky, Slinky dog. dog. Yeah. They shut down the whole queue. They made it so people weren't gawking, right? They had pe- they had stuff blocking yep. the area. We just knew that there was a stretcher there, and they were putting somebody on a stretcher and taking them out. And and some people were mad in line, which <clears throat> is understandable. You're hot, you're in line, but they made that person's health the priority. Yeah. That's impressive. Yep. So that's one. Um, Mouse Metric over on Instagram said they are thankful for it. So I want to hang out with Mouse Metric because I love this answer, and you won't be able to actually partake oh, in this I, answer. Then I, I know the answer now. Uh, the Sanaa bread service. Oh, I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to say, like, the, the beer choices or something. No, I, the beer choices are horrible at Disney World, <laughs> so I am not going to. I went a different direction on that. Okay. Yeah, the Con- tequila continue. choices, maybe. Um, that yeah, I've so had. The, that I've had. The Sanaa bread service, which is, like, something I'm really looking forward to if we're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge next year. But um, And then uh, Vacay with Amanda, she said, <laughs> I like this, Dole Whip. Okay, that's something I am particularly thankful for. Me too. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain. My yeah. daughter would say, yep, yep, I'm thankful for that as well. There's a great new Thunder Mountain t-shirt on yeah. Shop Disney, by yeah. the way. And there's one I don't necessarily agree with, but hey, you can be thankful for it. And I guess it makes sense because they kind of serve a Thanksgiving dinner, and that's Liberty Tree Tavern. Oh, okay. They serve that like family-style yeah. uh, dinner that's kind of Thanksgiving-y, um, which I don't know that I would dig. In. M- my wife, when we went uh, one year for Christmas, we did Festival of the Holidays. Oh. And I we, really want to do Festival of the Holidays. Yeah. I re- over in Epcot? Yeah. Oh, so I we really did, want to do it. We did the American Pavilion, and it was it was turkey and cranberry and I think mashed potatoes and green beans. But it's a smaller portion. So we're walking around, and she says, oh, I want to I wanna do the, the turkey and the mashed potatoes. She, she loves mashed potatoes. It's like my wife's favorite food. So she goes up, and um, I can't remember if I got it or not, but we sat down, and we were eating. And she sits there, and she looks down and slowly looks up at me, and I'm like, what? She goes, I want it again. I want more. <laughs> I go, all right, go ahead. So she goes up, and she gets another helping, and she goes, I would like another one, but I'm not going to. Let's keep walking. I go, all right, all right. So she loved it. She loved it so much, she went back up and got in line for a second helping of it. Yeah, I, so a lot of people love um, the uh the Christmas party, right? Mickey's uh, very merry Christmas party. Mm-hmm. While I would love to attend that, I would pref- I really want to do Festival of the Holidays. I just it was cool. I first of all, I have not been able to be at the parks during the holiday season. I really, really want to do that. But um, I Festival of the Holidays. Everything, every piece of content I see coming out of the, I'll, I'll, I will watch it on loop. Um, and and look at all the stuff. So that's that's kind of cool. We did all because we when we went that trip, we did the dining plan, and the, oh, you had a ton of snack yeah, credits that you had to use. Exactly. So we had all these, and they're not doing the dining plan now. They may bring it back. I don't know. Uh, I'm not the person to report on that. But we had all these snack credits left. It was our last day at Epcot. It was just my wife and I. My kids uh, went off with family members. Uh, I forgot what they did that day, but so my wife and I. Uh, we used up all the snack credits and we did every single food item that was gluten-free that we could have that day. It was great. So yeah, we walked around, uh, the, the decor obviously at Disney world and at Christmas time is absolutely amazing. I mean, they go all out, they go hard. So you, you know, you walk into magic kingdom and you have that enormous tree. And so, uh, I'm coming up with like a top 25 lists of things we're thankful for yeah which is totally fine this has been a fun episode really definitely because it it, instead of you know wrestling over ideas of things like you know that may be controversial or whatever like you can't be controversial about things you're thankful for except for you know turkey legs but that's and and it's good to be positive once in a while too right I guess it's not as fun. <laughs> it's but this has been a, a great uh, episode to record, and I do want to just take another moment to recognize the amazing listeners that we have and followers on Instagram and Twitter um, and TikTok. We're kind of small over there. Um, I mean, we're small everywhere, but really on TikTok. Um, <laughs> so, so I I honestly can say that. If you had told me that we would be doing this for 21 episodes and that we would still be enjoying it and still be coming up with fun topics and 
like I knew we would enjoy talking about Disney, but the interactions that we've been getting on social media, the relationships we've built, like some people who I would consider friends now that it's like, like in what world would I be friends with two guys who are like YouTube famous? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rob and Eric are like great guys. Yeah. Um, we talked to them all the time. Scouts. And then, you know, the travel agents who will constantly, a lot of travel agents are on uh, Disney uh, Instagram. And I get a lot of comments from a lot of them, you know, just like, oh, I love that reel. This is, you know, this is something that I've experienced with that. You should add this. Um, so just really great relationships. I really want to thank everybody again. Or even my, my buddies from college, how, you know, they're they're going to Disney with their families and they chat with us, you know, <laughs> Brian and Todd and Mikey. And, yeah. you know, they're always shooting us messages. And you've gotten to know my friends through yeah. that, too. And, and, they're, uh, and, you know, people just it's it's fun. Right. And it's people who don't necessarily see us in the Disney light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some of our students. Our who, students too. Our yeah. students who listen are like, you would not, most of my students would not say, oh yeah, <laughs> that, that guy's definitely into Disney. And like, they listen to an episode they're like, wait, wait a second. Where's the grumpy math teacher? <laughs> so, but um, it's, <laughs> It really has been a great episode to record, and uh, you know, the last thing I want to say is I want to thank Rob because without his uh, his knowledge of recording and stuff, and and his um, ability with production, we wouldn't we wouldn't be doing this. So thank you, and thanks for pushing it. And I'll I'll thank Nick for keeping me on track because I am <laughs> very easily distracted. Uh, I am I'm definitely an, an artist to the core, and I forget things and. I'll get a text Tuesday night saying, "Hey, don't forget to do the artwork." And I'll, dang it! All right, uh, not that I'm mad, but like I, yeah. I feel bad that I forgot I do the artwork and yeah. and and send it over. So uh, yeah, so uh, thanks again, everybody. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. Yeah.